Welcome to Good News being brought to you by Listening for Clues. We are Lauren Welch and John Shemitek, deacons in the Episcopal Diocese of Maryland. We sure are. And today we've got some good news for you from Well for the Journey. We have a special guest, Greg Cochran, who is the executive director at Well for the Journey, which is a spiritual wellness center in Lutherville, Maryland. There, Greg works as a program and retreat facilitator and spiritual companion. Greg is currently also a staff member of the Shalem Institute Spiritual Guidance Program in the district and a mentor in Paseo's Spiritual Guidance Program in Idaho. Greg recently completed his service as associate pastor at Woodbrook Baptist Church. And that was a long pastorate, Greg. I mean, it was like 34 years, I think, if my math is right. You're a graduate of Clemson University and Southern Seminary. Greg and his wife, Carol, live in Baltimore, with, and they have two children. Greg is a hiker, photographer, woodworker, and loves being with family, and is always desiring to be open and listening for the invitation of the Spirit. So, Greg, welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me on. Thank you for what you all are doing. Greg, we're really grateful to have you with us today. Well for the Journey has been around for a while, so tell us about it. Sure. We're just a little over 20 years old now. It started with one person, Maybeth Hudson, who was in the Episcopal Church at Good Shepherd, who had, she would call it probably a divine discontent. She's a lawyer by education and training, but was feeling this stirring within her. And she went to her rector at the time, Scott Slater. Many people may know Scott. And Scott invited her to invite others to listen. And through that listening, the group grew outside of the Church of the Good Shepherd. And actually a program formed first called Women at the Well. That preceded Well for the Journey. The group decided it wanted to incorporate itself into a nonprofit in July of 2002. So at that point, the well was birthed, and here we are over 20 years later, continuing and now reaching nationwide through online. So we're excited about that. Yeah, that was one of the hidden blessings of the pandemic for so many of us that we could expand our reach. I was looking at your website recently, and you have just an amazing breadth of programs that you offer. Can you talk a little about that, Greg? Sure. The creators of the well wanted to create a safe, sacred space where people could come wherever they are on their spiritual journey to be able to ask questions, to explore, to experience community and connection. And so with that, knowing that each individual has their own unique style of learning. We provide a breadth of ways that they can connect with the spirit in that way. So we have programming that uses art. We have traditional small group programming. We do pilgrimages. We use journaling. Kind of a trademark of the well is a is small group. So where people can have opportunity to talk about their experiences and to learn. When we first started, it was really people who felt like from their own congregation, they needed, wanted something a little deeper. So they'd go to their congregation on a Sunday, but then 
during the week would take programs at the well. And as we have grown and expanded, we're finding people coming who have had a bad experience in their childhood or other times in an institutional religious community, people who would be considered spiritual but not religious, mm. people who may not claim any kind of spiritual tradition but know that there's something within themselves that wants to connect something bigger than who they are. And we have started having people from other faith traditions joining us too. So again, for us, the idea is to provide a safe, sacred space and get out of the way and let spirit do what spirit's going to do in that space. So Greg, has the spirit surprised you in any ways? <laughs> oh, good question. Yes. So one of the things that I am learning, I have learned and continue to learn, and I hope I continue to learn, is the idea of not getting ahead of the spirit. <laughs> when I decided to apply for this position here, I wanted to be in the world, but not of the world. And so with that, that means not getting ahead of the spirit, listening so listening and discerning is very key to who we are. There's been many times when I have not heeded that <laughs> and I found myself getting into trouble, like things, we try things too quickly and they may not work out. And so really listening and being patient and taking our time, that has been a learning and a good surprise for me. Something like I knew in my head but, you know, they say the longest distance is between the head and the heart. And so I'm wondering how that actually translates for people that participate in your program. The listening, the discernment process is not, I'm gathering, is not just something that the facilitators do. But is this, is this something you, that you're modeling and teaching for folks that yeah. come there? Yeah, yeah. So our board meets this coming Saturday. And we have intentionally on our board, we have a spiritual guide or director for our board. So if we are going to talk about this is the way we want to be, we need to live it too. And a good chunk of the board time is spent after we've had conversations around business or how we are invited to grow. Like right now, we call it BDEI, Belonging, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, really trying to pay attention to that. So we'll give a good amount of time to that this Saturday. Our board spiritual director will help lead that. And then that kind of filters down that listening into our staff. Our staff meetings always start off with a, a quote or a reflection and then a listening piece. And then that kind of infuses our staff meetings where we each have our roles or responsibilities, but we collaborate with one another and it gets very creative. And there'll be times when we have great ideas, but it's not time for those ideas yet. And there's times when spirit moves among us and yes, yes, it's time for that. And then that even filters down into, you're correct, our facilitators where we meet and we intentionally have small group guidelines that help form that safe, sacred space so that people feel comfortable to share when they're willing to share, which then translates to hearing their own story and hearing other people's story. It invites us to change. 
or decide what we want to do with what we've heard. Mm-hmm. So, Craig, as, as you were talking, one of the things that you said in your bio is that Well for the Journey was a wellness center. How do you describe spiritual wellness? Yeah, so I'm, I'm one, and I think we here believe that we're all connected. We're whole people. So that includes the the emotional, mental, social, physical. And what makes each of us unique is that we have our spirit, who we are. So, and for me, I believe that is the thread that intertwines among all the others and helps bring it all together. So in our programming, we try to pay attention to that. We have a class on intuitive eating coming up and one on intuitive cooking coming up. So the idea of how we eat, feed ourselves, our physical self plays a part in our spiritual self and vice versa. We have yoga classes. And again, we, we have classes where we're outside and we have some woods in the back here. We're located on the campus of Church of the Holy Comforter. There's some woods in the back where we'll take walks in the woods through tree space, our a program called tree space. So with time and space and silence and practice, we hope that that can move down to the heart where it's kind of naturally lived out in the world. And that is part of our, our mission and our vision and our hope is that people who come here, it just, just doesn't stay here, but it's a change and transformation so that like you all are doing, uh, it goes out into the world and uh, hopefully to transform the world and heal the world. So that's for me, the, the, how the spiritual part plays into the wellness of all of who we are and hopefully the world too, our community and world. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like the spirit sure has been active in, in the work that you've done all these over these years. I'm wondering too, if well for the journey or you yourself personally have encountered any obstacles along the way and what those might be and how you overcame them. Yeah. Yeah. Another good question. Well, both personally and for the well, I think what moved me toward my contemplative way of being and helped me discover that that's kind of who I am at heart was an experience when I was a teenager working with my uncle who was killed in a construction accident that was right beside me. I grew up in a very evangelical conservative tradition in South Carolina where the thinking was dualistic, you know, black or white, right or wrong. And that experience didn't fit in with that. So that began my questioning and invitation into a deeper conversation and relationship with who I would call God. And that has changed me for sure and invited me into exploration and compassion for others who may be in that same space, who may be questioning, or I think the kind of code or fad word right now is deconstruction of your faith and then a reconstruction. So been through that for sure. And the well, there's been some lean years for sure as we have grown. And we talk about ourselves as an organism instead of an organization, uh-huh. something living and growing and breathing. And and that's what it's felt like. There's been times when uh, it's felt like we've been on the brink of like, oh, 
I'm not sure how financially we're going to be able to make it. But it's, again, for me, leaning back into what I learned personally and what we're learning collectively here at the well is leaning into and listening to and not getting ahead of the spirit in our movement. I am not a pie in the sky kind of faith person, like, you know, but that's, I guess, Lauren, you're asking being surprised. That's where I've been surprised too, that being patient and waiting, and that's hard to do at times without waiting. Things have come about and have happened, not in ways that we have thought, but they've happened to help keep the well sustained, both financially and as a community too. So with energy and synergy. So there's faith and trust there as well as keeping a practical eye on things. For sure. And I think that's the bigger part of it all is the faith and the trust that goes into waiting and listening and moving through the world in that way. And that's a way of, for me of being different in the world which you all, I'm sure you, you practice as well and know well too, as deacons of the Episcopal Diocese. Is there anything else that you want to tell us about the, the well for the journey? We have a mobile well that we take out to other communities. For example, we recently started doing some programming out at Mercy Ridge Retirement Community. There's a Lutheran retirement community in Catonsville that we're starting to work with. We work with Villa Assumpta, the School Sisters of Notre Dame Mother House there. We worked with congregations and actually even some businesses to provide some programming. But we also, through grant grants that we've been able to obtain, work with places like Marion House in the city. Marion House is a organization that provides residential housing for women coming off of addiction, incarceration, and trying to learn skills to get back out into the world. We've connected with Helping Up Mission recently. We're having a free program for caregivers, taking care of our caregivers to help people out and and minister to people in that way. We have a clergy program that is, as a clergy person myself, knowing the need for self-care, we wanted to provide just a space where clergy could come and they don't have to do anything <laughs> except wow. be yeah, and, and, uh, and be a part of someone facilitating a program for them. So there's a lot of things like that. August 6th, we're going to have a well in the woods, since we have some woods here, just a community event where people can come and We'll have some music and sit in, in their lawn chairs, bring something to eat, and just enjoy some time together. So we just want to provide things like that for our community as well. Again, all driven by that desire to help change the world through uh, people coming to be more aware of themselves and the, their connection with their spirit. And I call it the deep conversation with the spirit, capital S, and our little spirit. That's always, I believe, always going on within us. And the goal is to help me, help myself, and to help others become more aware of that conversation and live out of that conversation. And it's so wonderful that you're taking it out to a broad range of the community. It really is developing relationships all around. 
Yeah. And, and John, you mentioned earlier about the pandemic and online, and that was one yes. of the challenges for sure is when the pandemic first hit because we were not online at all. And we have such a great staff here. They help pivot pretty quickly and get us online. And now we have online programs and in-person programs, and we are not surprised when we have registrants from Washington, British Columbia, Puerto Rico, <laughs> the Northeast, the Southwest, Southeast, all, from all over. So that's been a, a gift for us. And, and something we do not take lightly and a responsibility that we have. So anyone anywhere in the world, English-speaking person, I assume, can participate in programming from the well. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We had actually one time we did a online pilgrimage with a person that portrays Harriet Tubman. And with that, we had someone from Liberia join us online that was deaf. And so there was an interpreter on screen that was interpreting for her while she was joining us. And that was another surprising thing. It was like, again, a gift to us. I mean, it's not that we're just helping people live into transformation, but that's the way it's supposed to be, right? We're being transformed mm -hmm. too. I know it's a, it's a mutual thing. So. So everyone is growing in the spirit. <laughs> well, for the journey, the community and worldwide, that relationships that are being forged are bringing the world together, together in the spirit so that we really can have hope in our world. I mean, what I'm hearing from you and what the well offers is just a lot of hope. So I'm really grateful. And it, thanks, Lauren. And and that's funny that you mentioned that. Well, maybe not funny, but if we talk about spirit moving, that just we have another series that we do is called Well Said. It's actually our fundraiser, the speaker series. And this past April, we had Maria Broom, who's in the city. So I see you shaking your head. She was our guest speaker and it was on the dance of hope. And you're exactly right. It was trying to help bring hope into the world. And so she did a wonderful job with, and then great questions from those who were there to help us think more deeply about what hope means. And when things seem hopeless sometimes, or when you, we bump up against what seems like something that may not be able to change, like in our system, but, but hope is what helps us move toward that and make that change to keep going. So yes, yes, hope. Yep. This is changing the world one person at a time, one heart at a time. I mean, that's how I think that is how it's supposed to be. So, that's right. Yeah, John, thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, Greg, I did notice your speakers in the past. You have that on your website and it looks like an amazing collection. I'm just wondering, I know some of our listeners and viewers are probably thinking, gosh, I'd like to learn more about the well or I'd like to participate in some way, maybe volunteer or donate or attend a program or suggest a program? How? What's the best way for people to learn and to give? Sure, sure. We have a website, wellforthejourney.org. So that's the best way to first start with us. On that, you're able to sign up. We have a weekly e-newsletter. It comes out Wednesday evenings around seven o'clock that gives a list of what's coming up on the Wells docket, what programming we have coming up. And also we have a weekday daily faith reflection that comes out at 6 a.m. So when you get up 
you're welcome to read that. And you can sign up for the e-newsletter and for the Daily Faith Reflection for free. And it's just a quote that comes out in the morning. So you can do that there as well. And we have a Wellbeing Wednesday. It's a weekly reflection <clears throat> through a call-in. It's just all you do is dial a number and you're on mute. And all you have to do is listen. It's at 8 a.m. on Wednesday mornings for 15 minutes. And just hopefully to start your day that way. And right now our theme is compassion and self-compassion. Well, you can find Very out that information as well on the website. Great. Yeah. So one place to go, well for the journey, and we'll put the link in the show notes so people can find you easily. Oh, and uh, yeah. Greg, I've got to tell you, this has just been, this has been great. I feel, I feel better. I'm getting well. well. Just too, right? <laughs> thank you all. Truly, truly, thank you all for what you do as well. Because again, uh, right, it takes a village. And when people like you work with others and get out the word about others like the well and others places too that helps right that one one person at a time well thank you for what you both do thanks so much for being here greg oh thank you john and i also want to thank all who are watching and listening we cannot spread good news without your participation please take a moment comment like and share on all your social media. That will help us spread the good news to even more people. And again, thank you for the gift of your time with us today. Until next time, peace and blessings. Good news is being brought to you by Listening for Clues. You can find us on our website, listeningforclues.com, our YouTube channel, our Vimeo channel, and just about every podcast platform that there is. Hope to see you soon.